a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast after a couple of weeks break. I'm your host, Oliver, joined as always by our mystery man, Sharpie. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. Happy to have that break, were you? Yeah, two weeks away from you was good. Oh, well, I think you've had two, a bit more than two weeks away from me, but um, anyway, um, Someone wanted a shout out on the podcast, so I'll give a shout out to Luke if he's actually listening. Um, I doubt that he is because uh, he hey, Luke. forgot about it. <laughs> um, anyway, we've missed a bit of action and the World Cup started, but I haven't done stuff for the World Cup. So all I know is Australia lost and our backup team with our mystery shirt co Germany lost. So we've had a shit start. Um, what are we doing? Yeah, so we'll put the World Cup on hold for now. You can see I've got a new backdrop. Yes, I've moved um, to the big smoke and I've got a Star Wars poster right there. Pretty pretty goaded, isn't it? Um, and there's a Breaking Bad one behind it, but I, that there, spin it that way. Anyway, let's get on to the action everyone wants. Um, obviously, people listening on Spotify wouldn't have been able to see it. So let's start with, since we've had a big break, I just want to go over two contenders and two pretenders that we each have. So um would you like did you want to go first for your two contenders? Like just uh, I'll be, I'll bounce off you. Here you go. Well, I think my first contender is the Cavs. Um Oh, we're doing I'm, basketball. Okay. I thought we we're doing the World Cup. No, 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 we're doing basketball. <laughs> I probably should have clarified this with you before, but um that that's the thing. I like to just I'd like to hear your thoughts straight off your head rather than notes um so i'm going with the Cavs just because i thought they were going to struggle to be honest with the change in team like yes they got donovan mitchell but the change in team um with last year they obviously had three seven footers and now this year they're going to a more conventional lineup and I've, i know i've mentioned it earlier but yeah they're only like 12 and 6 or something but the way that they're playing and the way that they're competing, I think they're they're a top three, even though they're third in the East currently. I think they're a top three, top four contender. They don't go over the Bucks or Celtics, I don't think, just because um, you can't really put them put them past them. Um, I guess who have you got as your first contender in the NBA, not the World Cup? Um. I've sprung it upon you, so I do expect you to take a little bit. Um, I can move on to my second one if you would like. Wait, are we doing contender, yeah? Yeah, contender first. Uh, look, I can't really think about anyone else except the Cavs. I think I've always said the Cavs each time. Oh, you can go. You can agree with me. Yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably just agree with you and go with the Cavs, yeah. Have you got a similar view to me on it, do you? How yeah, very... Yeah. They're just a very fun team to watch as well. They're, and I just find it like, it's interesting. Like one night Garland will go for 30, Donovan Mitchell will have 15 and then next night vice versa. And it doesn't matter who scores as long as one of them scores. And it's kind of like what Brooklyn want with KD and Kyrie, but that's just completely different shithouse. 
Um, but like Evan Mobley hasn't been as great as I thought he would be this year, but he doesn't have to be. Like he's doing his role perfectly. He he's not having to be like that. Um, like Scotty Barnes is trying to take on a lot of the uh, the Raptors right now with Siakam out, um, mm. which is good and bad. But yeah, you don't see Mobley having to do that, and he plays his role like perfectly. Um, for my second contender, I really struggled with this one, but do I go the Kings? No, nah. um, I was going to go the Nuggets because I've always said the Pelicans, but the Nuggets somehow are still second in the West, but that's how tight it is. They're second in the West with 11 and seven record, which isn't like overly great. Um, but like if they continue, like Jokic has just come back. If they can continue to keep those three, relatively together i think i think that team's just once they build um chemistry like today bruce brand had a triple double i'm pretty sure against the thunder yes we'll touch on them later but um bruce brown aaron gordon aaron gordon's most inconsistent player in basketball when he plays well like he can play defense without playing well on offense but when he plays well on offense that team is very scary um that's just my thoughts, but I've always loved Denver. Um, in saying that, my next team that I'm going to pick is going to be pretty hard for me. But um, what are your what what are your thoughts on your second contender? Uh, I've gone with the Celtics, mm. um, mainly just because Jason Tatum is is playing really well. Um, I know um, Brad's played all, uh, well also, but. Uh, I, I've, I mean, he's averaging thirty points a game. I mean, like that's, yeah, that's really special. And I and I know a lot of people average thirty points sometimes, but um, they're bouncing back well, and I can prob- possibly see them being in the finals. Yeah, I I hope they are. I don't want them to win it because. Being a Knicks fan, you don't want the Celtics to win. So yeah, in saying that, I would like the Bucks in there because I got the bet on them. But um, I yeah, the Bucks are just. I don't want to talk about the Bucks right now because of what happened today. Um, <clears throat> anyway, move on to our two pretenders. Now, I really this really hurts me to do it, but I'm. I they probably weren't even a proper contender anyway. But the Mavs are my first pretenders because. It's it just looks so difficult. Like Doncic is such yes, he's a heliocentric. I think I was saying it right. Player where he's always got to have the ball in his hands to do his stuff. But they've just got no, like they can still build around him with have a half decent player. Like they got Christian Wood off the bench. They got Dinwiddie off the bench. Yeah, they're two good bench players. Like Wood had twenty six today. I'm pretty sure, and they still got beaten by. Twelve or whatever, yes, by the Celtics. But Doncic had like a forty-two points, nine rebound. I think it was nine assists or something, and they still lost by that much. Like he needs some sort of help, and I know it's difficult to give him help because you don't. What type of help are you going to give him? You can't give him a superstar big man because, well, the only one that would probably fit with him is, uh, I wouldn't say he's a superstar, but DeAndre Ayton, because Ayton doesn't need the ball in his hands a lot. He can just pick and roll, but. Um, it's just, it's hard to see the Mavs because they're not great defensively, but they're elite on offense usually. Um, 
but I think they're my pretenders. They, I could have gone a few other ways, but I've got another one up my sleeve. Um, but who who are your first pretenders? Uh, Miami. <laughs> Cop that, Lockie. <laughs> you can probably hear would have me. Said I, don't, it. I don't know would his have, time. <laughs> would have said it even if he was here. Why I that? mean, 8 and 11, that's pretty bad. For they have had injuries. Has, I know that, but for a team that's got a lot of good talent on that on that roster, oh, not a lot, but that's got talent on that roster, they should be doing better. Yeah. And what's his name? Um, Tyler Hero, I just... They've finally opened trade talks with Duncan Robinson, but he's. I feel like his trade value has just gone rock bottom. I didn't even really expect him to have trade value. Yeah, because like after they gave him that deal worth like $60 million or whatever it is, for a player that is a knockdown three, like, yes, he's a sniper, but he's not like, I wouldn't say he's like Kyle Corver level when he was at the Hawks. That, like, I watched a clip the other day. That's why it rings a bell of him doing that heat check where he just hit four threes in a row. Like, Kyle Corver was consistent. He would, you'd be able to play him 30 minutes a game. Duncan Robinson, you'd be lucky to pay, play 15, 20 minutes at best. You wouldn't be playing him that much on a contending team. So if you're going to trade mm. him, it would have to be to a shit team. And what shit team's going to want him for that contract? No, not OKC. Um, <laughs> but no, I'd, I do agree that I just, they're the most boring basketball team, to be honest. Until it gets to playoffs, they are the most boring basketball team to watch. And I don't really think that's a big um, statement. Um. I want I want you to go with your second pretender because I'm trying to toss up between two, and if you pick one, then I'm just gonna go with the other. So, do you want to give us your second? Uh, I had them, and then the app just crashed. Sorry, that's all right. I got one that's high up in the east, but uh, Golden State. Yeah, well, that was going to be one of them. So it. It's so harsh calling them a pretender, though, isn't it? Just after they've won the NBA title. Mm. Yeah, I guess that makes a good point. But, I mean, they should be doing better. Like, it's just ridiculous. They beat the Clippers by 17 today without um, without Kawhi, Paul George. But, like, they went on a... Are they 0-6 away from home? I think they are. Shout out to Johnny and Sharp. <laughs> Yeah, you can hear that, Fryzy. That was unnecessary, Fryzy. I didn't unnecessary, do anything. To... Unnecessary roughness on the co-host. Ten-yard penalty. Um, but no, I agree with um, the Warriors because, like, they just. What do you think about that whole bench clay start pool situation? Because Clay did come out and have like forty something the other day. And Paul's um, not really playing that well this season. Yeah, I think Paul's like, I don't think he's everything everyone thinks he is personally. He, 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 he's just having an off year. Like, yeah, he's a talented a of player, but I don't think he's what contract did he get? Here, hundred and ten million. Yeah, you got you got something big. It was pretty big. I don't think he's worth that much. But we'll talk more about. Something. I mean, you could say that now, but last year yeah. he he earned that type of contract. Yeah. And it's the same with Wiggins, but I th- I'd feel more comfortable pay- paying Wiggins than I would 
um, pool. But what, where do you stand on that pool clay situation? Um, no, they probably should be starting pool, I guess. And then, I mean, it doesn't matter who comes off the bench anymore, really. It's yeah, who finishes the game. Exactly. So, I mean, look at Westbrook. He's he's not starting games anymore. And look and... at without LeBron, just quickly. Mm. <laughs> and AD looking scary again, finally. But get, continue. Yeah, well, no, it's, I pretty much basically just said everything I needed. But yeah. it's it's not it's not that like big of a worry. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, Derek Rose, he comes off the bench for us. He's he's an MVP. Yeah, yeah, a very long time ago, but yes, a long time ago. But that's the same. But it, oh, Westbrook's not long time ago, but I see what you mean. He's not the same player as he was, and that's I don't. Uh, it's not like was he injured or was he ever injured? Uh yeah, he Pat Bev did his like. Uh, what did he do in the playoffs? year that we're actually gonna probably was the year that we could win it all and pat bev took out his knee and just well, i can't remember what it was i don't know if he ever declined ability i don't know if it was more just his confidence declined yeah. that's um but no i think if jordan pool's like content with being a six like coming off the bench and doing his role i think leave it as is because I feel like Clay would be probably the type of person that might take it personal, as MJ would say, um, to come off the uh, to be benched as no longer be a starter. But I, I, think, I think he'd probably understand that. I mean, he's been injured for yeah. he was injured for a long time. It was a next man up situation, and that, and that's what happens. I think start Clay, and then if you really want to bring change it up, bring Paul on in the first like three minutes. And then just run clay with the second unit when the first unit's done. But that's my mm. personal opinion. My my pretender team is it's a bit difficult because they're fourth in the East currently. It's the Atlanta Hawks. You'd probably like that. Um, they're obviously playing well, and I love Dejounte Murray. Like he's put up some, some of the defensive games that he's played this year. He just and he looks like he's a lot better on offense this year. Obviously, it was okay last year with the Spurs, but with more space and everything um, next to Trey, he actually looks a lot better. But in saying that... Did you hit record? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I just didn't remember. Maybe had a heart attack. Um, Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of John Collins. I think he's very overpaid um, for what he's doing now. He was a talent, but I don't know what's happened to him. I... Don't know if there's been a falling out or they just don't want to run any offense through him. But he doesn't look he looks like half the player that he was. I saw something this morning that apparently they were gonna trade John Collins for Larry Markin at the start of the season. That'd be uh, looking at it now, that would be that an amazing trade. It would have been very easy as well. Yeah. Then they would have got off a salary his salary as well. That would have been yeah, that would have been great. But I just think when it comes to playoffs, I don't see that Hawks team doing much. Um, if they come up against any half-decent team in the... Well, obviously, they're going to have to. But I think when, when it gets to crunch time, they'll probably go sixth or seventh seed, and I don't really see them making it out of the first round. Hold me to this because I could be absolutely wrong, but that's just where I stand. Um, all right, now... 
that's it for that. Um, we'll touch quickly on the Ben Simmons return to Philly, which was a bit of a biz. It was a bit of a shit show for the Nets fans um, and for Simmons fans. I wouldn't class myself as a Simmons fan. I just want to. I just want to see him be be good and play well. Um, I won't lie. Like I didn't watch the whole game. I watched a part of parts of it. Um, and I saw all the introductions and stuff. I honestly thought the crowd would be a bit louder. Like I remember when OK, uh, KD came back to OKC, that was a fucking shit show. Like it just. Well, Zingas gets booed louder still. Yeah. Like I thought Simmons, I thought stuff would get thrown at him, to be honest, knowing the way Philly fans are. I thought they were going to throw shit at him. It didn't even sound that loud. Now, whether it was because Embiid wasn't playing, and but it still would have sold out the house, I'm sure, Ben Simmons coming home. Um, mm-hmm. what, are your, what are your thoughts on that whole situation, though? Because he did play pretty well. He had like 11-7 and 11 with a good defensive stats. Um, but they lost. Uh, yeah, Joe Harris shot like ass. Yeah, he needs to get back to old Joe Harris. <laughs> yeah, Cavs Joe Harris. That's, that's uh, the title winning Joe Harris. Um. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, go, continue. Um. Yeah, they just sucked. Do you see Philly? I mean, not Philly, sorry. Do you see Nets actually figuring it out? Um, I mean, they've had three goes at it. If they don't figure uh, it out this time. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean... I don't think they, they, the one to trade, though. He's probably the fall guy. Yeah, I... But I, I don't think he's the guy that wants to go. I think mm. there's another guy in that locker room. Two guys. Oh, Two. I don't think Kyrie wants to go. Yeah, it would just be KD, probably. Yeah. And seeing what he said about OKC, he might uh, want to head home. Did you see that clip? No, I did not. Oh, he was talking about Shay, Giddy, and the coaching and all that, saying how well they're going with the coaching and everything like that and just seeing them ball out. And I'm like... And he loves Chet, so... Um, yeah, how well he played this season. Yeah, it's been awesome, yeah I know. Man. He's fucking killing it. Um, but <laughs> Hasn't no, lost I, the game. I think, I think Simmons is starting to actually... You can see that he's getting better. He had that 20-point game the other day. And he's getting his defensive stats up now. He's getting three steals, two blocks, so on so forth. I think that the second half of the year will be... Obviously, it's where it's going to be important for him. But I think if he can just string five or ten games along with consistent double-digit points um, and good defensive performance, I think that's where the Nets can start to improve. But, fuck, they just needed a capable big body. Like, they should have kept Andre Drummond. They should have. I don't I don't mm. care what anyone says. Yes, he's not the best defender. I mean, his market value player. was going to be very small anyway, so yeah. it's not like you would have had to pay heaps. For his wages. Like, he's he's a big body. He's not like fucking Nick Claxton that's made of sticks as lo- along with KD. You just needed a big body. But even play that bloody, is it Sharp, the big rookie? Shade uh, Sharp, sophomore. yeah. No, not yeah. the rookie. <laughs> oh, oh, Day. Day. Is it Day? Is it Day? I think it's Dayron. 
I think it's Dayron as well. Yeah. That's um, dumb for me. I should have known. I know. <laughs> I haven't watched basketball. I thought you've been a smart time. ass. No, but, I haven't um, watched basketball in ages. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's what you want to hear on a basketball podcast. Um, he's just been watching Knicks by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, I've been working. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, we'll move on from the Simmons situation because I think, I think Philly are pretenders too. I think, I think Embiid is anyway. That's a whole nother debate. Um, I just want your quick views on the tank. Now, one is it going the way you expected? Well, first of all, we'll go with that because I've, I've got a I've got a comment on I've got a couple of comments on this. I'll let you go first. Is it going the way you are the teams at the bottom, the ones that you expected to be at the bottom, and do you think that they're going to stay there? So you got uh, the Rockets last and Pistons last, and then you got. Lakers, Spurs, and Charlotte, Orlando. Um, yeah, they're pretty much some. Yeah, they're they're the teams you'd expect. I think you know OKC not being there is probably a bit sad. Very. Yeah, well, for your stand, I don't really care. (laughs) Oh well, I mean, I don't, I don't want you to get Wembenyama. Oh. Well, you want the uh, you want the Pelicans to get him from the Lakers, yeah. <laughs> what the... Anyway, I, I, it might be because I'm a salty OKC fan and we're not down there right just yet, but OKC us doesn't help. Yeah, I know. But then you beat us, so thankfully it it, it evens out. Um, but no, I it might be because I'm salty. But like when everyone talks about the tank. The first team they go to is OKC because yes, they've got the draft picks, but they're like, oh, they've been shit for years, blah, blah, blah. OKC has been in the playoffs more recently than Detroit. Detroit's been Detroit's had like the number one pick and uh, I can't remember the other picks that they've got, but they've had like a lot of lottery picks in the last like six years. Their tank's gone on for nearly twice as no, well, not twice as long, but a couple years longer. Yet yeah, we OKC still gets judged. Huh. And they've got some great players in that team, like Kevin Knox and Nerlens Noel, exactly. and Alec Burks. Finally, yeah. winning and and, them a and game. Marvin Bagley, and they let go of Kemba, like they didn't have yeah. to do that. What are you doing? Yeah, they're a bunch of cowards. That's what the Pistons exactly. are. Pistons fans out there, I hate you. I I just don't like you. Yeah. Um, but we will move on from the tank, and we'll move on to a debate. Um, not a debate, but I just want your thoughts. I want to go to you first before I have what I have to say. Um, it's OKC related. So before I get into it, first of all, how good's Poku playing before he got injured, but he's back now. He's playing great. Um, do you think yet SGA is a superstar? Yet is my main thing. Um, I mean, he's playing really well. He's playing that, that, a lot. He's he's playing better than what a lot of other people hmm. classed as superstars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That so I mean, he's possibly going to be an all star. He's probably top ten MVP hmm. at the moment. You'd imagine. Yeah. So yeah, I'd probably go as a superstar. He's a franchise player, definitely. Yeah. Well, when you're on an OKC team, you'd want to be a franchise player. Um, yeah. I. Uh, 
I could easily, I could go say that he's a superstar. I'm I'm not going to just because I feel like like I don't even consider to be honest. I don't consider Lillard to be a superstar right now, only because he's come back from injury. Whether I don't I don't know how the whole thing works with labels. Like, do you still consider Clay Thompson a superstar? Probably not. Um, but it's just that they have been in the past. But he like he's playing better than the likes of them. But I guess I'm just hesitant because he hasn't kept it up for half a season yet. Like, obviously, he's probably going to be in the. I'd probably say the most improved category before MVP. He is top 10 MVP, obviously, now. But I I called it last year as well. Um, I'm going to find that clip where I said he he's similar to Jar. Obviously, he wasn't at the same level as Jar last year, but he's similar to Jar when he's healthy with finishing around the rim um, and playing on offense, being slithery, a slithery finisher. I'm going to find that clip because it was a long time ago and I feel like I've got ahead of the curve. But um, I'm I'm surprised you said you went with it that he's a superstar. I didn't think you would agree with that. I thought... Um, I feel I feel like superstar is a very league of its own sort of thing. Um, like I still don't class Donovan Mitchell as a superstar and I'd still probably... I'd say they're close to each other. I don't know if you would agree with that. Do you? Um. Uh, yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah, I'd probably say that it's similar to the same level. Yeah, SGA might be a tiny bit better defensively right now. Um, but yeah, I think that they're they're on the same level where if they keep it up a bit longer, Donovan Mitchell's been at that level for a bit bit longer. But if they keep it up, then they can go into the superstar level. But I feel like the team that SGA's got around him is better suited for him to become a superstar before Donovan Mitchell because Donovan Mitchell's in a team with a lot of star players. Um, I feel like it might make it a bit harder for him. In saying that, if they win a championship, I feel like you could probably class him as a superstar. Anyway, that's enough OKC talk. I just wanted to get your thoughts on SGA, get, get someone's thoughts on the OKC situation. Um, because we haven't talked about him since, well, all this season really. The last two weeks is when he's gone off, and we haven't done the podcast. Um, I want to move on to your team now before we go to the last thing for the today. I've got a few questions now. I I don't know if you've seen, like you said, you haven't been able to see a lot of games lately. But with the Knicks, I've seen some of the lineups. Like you, I've seen Hart and Stein start over Mitchell Robinson. And I don't know if that's been a permanent thing or not. Um, he's injured. Mitchell Robinson. He he's come back the... from injury. Oh, okay. And then he got injured again. Okay. Okay. So I guess when he does come back, do you see that as a permanent thing starting? Oh, not permanent, but do you see him for starting on the bench for a good 20-game stretch? Or do you see he might play five games off the bench and then come into the starting lineup? Because I really like Hartenstein, and I know you like Hartenstein too. Um but yeah, where do you stand on that? I mean, Jericho Sims has been coming in as well, and he's been playing. Mm. He's been doing nicely um, in those minutes, and also sometimes they've gone to short, uh, to sort of tall with um, Obi and uh, Randall. That's that's been interesting, and uh, 
I probably would like to see Hartenstein still start when Robinson comes back, if yeah. and when Robinson comes back. Um, you know, he's I I, I like I like his hustle if more than anything. Yeah. I I think he puts in a lot of effort to get to get rebounds, and that and which is which is what I'd like to see. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would. I, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying Robinson did, never did that. I was just, it's just I, I like Hartenstein. I I noticed it a lot more with Hartenstein. Mm. Um. Now this might be a bit harder, and I guess what do you know? Do you have any opinion on why or thoughts on why RJ hasn't been playing as well this year? Do you feel like it's just an off year? Or, has the offense changed? Is it not going through him as much? Like what? Apparently, the... he was crook for a long period of time. Well, that probably doesn't help. Like, but like post, not post COVID. Is it like long COVID or something, or is it? I don't know. I apparently, I, I just saw that apparently he was just crook, and he was still playing through it. Yeah, that probably doesn't help. Because yeah, he I mean, has jump he shot has... was pretty crook. Yeah. <laughs> He's been pretty disappointed. Like Randall's always gonna, you know that what you're expecting from Randall, um, and that's inconsistency. But Barrett looked like he was on that upward curve last year, and then at the start of this year, he just hasn't. He's done a bit. I'd probably class it similar to uh, Anthony Edwards. He has been fucking disappointing this year. He's had like two good games, or two really good games, and a couple other good games, but. Do you do you feel like it's only a matter of time before he gets back to um, where he was at least at the end of last year, or do you feel like he's playing a little bit different because Jalen Brunson's in the lineup now, and Jalen Brunson is looking good still. I know that he haven't won a great deal of games, um, but he's still looking good. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, possibly. Great insight. <laughs> sorry, uh, I, no, I, I'm right. allowed to think. That's all right. Um, I'm not good at that. <laughs> You're not good at thinking. Um, tibs in or tibs out before we move on? If we had a lost, if we had to go on negative in that uh, uh, road trip, I would have been tibs out. Mm. But um, he's playing the. Uh, it looks like he's playing the bench a lot more than he's used to, so that's a yeah. Uh, I I uh, I still think um, like there's so many games where, for, like uh, he's finally sat Fournier. If anything, I thought that was good. Mm. Well, Fournier is the definition of a mid player when you think about it. Um, as much as yeah, he's been on the bench for a long time now. I saw something the other day that apparently, like, we're looking to get a first rounder for quickly. I could see that's a very high. I guess it depends what the first round pick is, but I've, I mean, but he how many first round picks yeah. do we need before we get a superstar in? That's the thing. We can't just keep hoarding. We had a chance to get one. Could get and KD. We, <laughs> and we didn't, you know, we didn't give quickly to Utah. Yeah. For, for Mitchell. I think, yeah, well, I think that ship sailed. I don't even know. We'll have to do a whole episode on who's coming out of into free agency and 
all that sort of stuff to, so we can look at that but that'll be at a later point in the year um we'll leave that at that for the Knicks and just finally we've got to touch on the Lakers because they are playing a lot better albeit with LeBron missing out right now AD has absolutely gone off like yes he we can argue that he's soft but he's actually he's doing what AD ah uh, sorry what MB doesn't do in a way like when a player like we're watching the other uh, yeah, the other game against um, Timberwolves when the Sixers played the Timberwolves. Oh, that would have been good. I love watching free throws. They had three big men in foul trouble. And yes, I know Embiid rolled his ankle late, but like he wasn't attacking them before that. He wasn't posting up or anything. He could have easily drawn, uh, do what he normally does and draw another foul and get them fouled out. But he just didn't attack the basket. He didn't look like he wanted to be out there. Um. But I, I just think that AD is doing what he was. He's always been criticised in a, at times for being a bit too soft and everything and flopping around and but do, like Embiid. But now he's actually doing what he's meant to be. Like what Shaq always says: to dominate, you're a big man. You're meant to dominate. He's doing mm-hmm. that, and I feel like Russ is helping him because. I might get hated for this, but LeBron's not there. So I feel like Russ can play better when LeBron's not there. And that's why he was playing better off the bench without LeBron being in the lineup because he can run the offense. Whereas LeBron is ideally for the Lakers, a point guard, Um, even though it's crazy to think at his age. Um, Do you have any differing opinions on that? Or do you think that that's roughly what's happening in LA? No, I think you're pretty much... You got a perfect day. I just, I hate LA, but I love Russ. Um, do you think AD will keep it up though? I guess is the question for when, when LeBron does come back. Or do you think LeBron will take a bit of the load and then that might go downhill again? <laughs> um, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think, I think LeBron. I mean, obviously, the teams are just going to keep giving it to LeBron anyway. So, uh, they're just going to keep giving it to LeBron anyway because it's LeBron. But, I mean, they need to stop. Pardon? Yeah, and you can't... Yeah, that's the thing. If you got AD and Westbrook doing this right now, what? where's... There's never going to be LeBron slander about it, and there, there probably shouldn't be, but... I think it just needs to be looked at. Like if LeBron comes back and they start losing games again, I'm not going to say that he's a losing player, but you have to look at that and say, well, what's why is why are they losing with LeBron in the lineup? He's taken too much of the ball. Maybe it's a not a Doncic situation, but it's just a whole lot of opinions around the Lakers. Um, I don't mind Darwin Ham, but who knows? I still think they're going to be dog shit this year. Do you have them making the playoffs before we go? No. No. I have them making the play-in. Don't think they'll win, though. Um, I think we'll leave it there. So that's our first one in two weeks. It was a bit, bit rough around the edges, but we'll work on it. Um, yeah, I need to start watching basketball again. Yeah, I need to start planning myself more again. Um, I don't even <laughs> think I've finished my fucking my room or anything so um and there's a bit going on so yeah thanks for joining us sharpie that's too easy and we'll see you next week
Bye. Hi, Lee.